coming to you live from the studio at USQ, it's the Study Buddy Show! Hi, thanks for tuning in to the Study Buddies Show from wherever or whenever you are. Um, I'm your host, Corbin. I'm joined with other hosts of the Study Buddies Show, Tom Sherson. Um, yeah, we've got another episode here for you now. Um, basically this one is all about sleep. So last time was all about procrastination where we talked about that and how we try and motivate our way out of that. And of course, we spoke to Rowie, we had Mr. Aiden Roberts. We, we've got another guest for you on this episode as well as another USQ musician coming up. Um, so we're going to be doing the usual. We're going to have a head to head about sleep. Um, question time where we go and hit the streets, hit the campus um, and ask some students about that. It's going to be a great another show. Are you keen, Tom? I am absolutely looking forward to it. We've got um, Troy Morgan is going to be our feature interview today, and uh, he is a very important person with a very, very cool job. So I'm looking forward to chatting to him uh, later on in the show. Yeah, CEO of was it Willow's Health Group. Yeah. Not bad at all. <laughs> well, you'll learn all about that coming up very, very soon. But I suppose we better get started in um, from where we're meant to be starting and jump into what's trending. What's trending? So uh, I've done a little bit of uh, sort of searching through what's going on in terms of sleep technology so talking all about uh sleep and maybe what people use to help them sleep so uh, there's definitely a big opinion oh you know does technology help you sleep or not well there's a couple of things you can get one of them is a white noise free sleep app now this is something that my partner actually uses uh, and, and you can get different noises as ambient backgrounds to help you sleep. So, can you get rain? Yeah, you can get rain and you can even like uh, change the amount of thunder, like whether you want just little rumbles in the background or something bad. You know, you can uh, judge how heavy the rain is and you can get other like ambient noises as well. It's a it's a really kind of strange thing because I, I, I can't sleep with it on. So when she falls asleep, I'll just turn it off myself. Sneaky. But, uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to just quickly ask a really Australian question here in regards to that. Can you get the sound, not only rain, but rain on a tin roof? Oh, I like, I'm not actually sure about that. I've, I've not invested too much time into the app oh, myself, but I'm must sure find out. they must have different like sort of textures you can hit the rain on. Oh. So yeah, no, that's, that's, I mean, whatever helps you sleep in terms of that. The other thing that I think a lot of people will agree on, there's always a cooler side to the pillow. Everyone knows that when oh. you're struggling to sleep, you turn over in your sleep and you just go, oh, this pillow is too hot and you turn it over and the other side of the pillow is cool. Well, there's a company who have made Chillo. <laughs> Chillo. Which is, it's basically you've always got the cool side of the pillow. So it's a pillow that automatically cools itself down. And Do stays you refrigerate it or put it in the freezer? No, no, it's all, it's all hooked up uh, electrically and does it that way. So wow. isn't that fantastic? So you can check that out on Google. Just Google Chillo. Chillo. <laughs> Spelt how you'd imagine. and uh, Netflix and Chillo. Yeah. <laughs> That's a comfy uh, afternoon. But, I mean, there you go. You know, it's solving the problem of, you know, having to turn your turn your pillow over. So those are the two sleep technologies we've been talking about. The other things uh, I sort of wanted to bring up just around what's been trending over the last month or so. Uh, it, in September, end of September, uh, Paris actually shut down 30% of its roads for a car-free day. 
No way. Even that intersection around, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Arc de Triomphe and the Eiffel Tower and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So wow. they shut down, um, yeah, 30% of their roads in Paris, including Jeez. all the main roads. Um, yeah, the Champs-Élysées was closed down. Uh, it was just, it was a fantastic initiative. And uh, so I guess Parisians couldn't really complain about uh, noise traffic uh, <laughs> affecting their sleep there. Uh, if, if you are looking to um, hide up the back of a lecture hall for your nap, you might be interested in knowing that a scientific experiment is currently testing large-scale invisibility cloaks. So these oh, invisibility cloaks, in a sense, actually exist. Now, this, this blew my mind uh, when I first found out because it's it's something to do with the light refraction and a whole bunch of sciencey terms. I don't really understand, but they've created them where they're tiny little molecules at the moment. Um, but, you know, obviously it's a larger scale option to actually Jeez. try and go from uh, hiding an atom to hiding a human being up the back of a lecture. Uh, we don't promote falling asleep during lectures, by the way. I should just put that one out there. But yeah, this um, is true. You know, if you're <laughs> if you're somewhere else uh, that you'd want to really kind of hide away from and have a quick nap, invisibility cloak could be on the horizon in the very near future. Uh, and of course, uh, talking all things uh, popular culture. We're counting down the days till Star Wars comes out. Now, I can't tell you exactly how many sleeps because we don't know uh, when, but uh, from the start of November, there will be 46 sleeps till Star Wars. Lovely. That new is... trailer. How? What did you think of the new trailer, Tom? It's, it's very exciting. So I bought myself some midnight tickets uh, based yes. on that trailer. So it's very, very exciting to uh, go out and see that. But that's what's trending in the world of sleep. Yeah, and then I guess moving on to highlights in the world of USQ. Recently, we had, of course, Oktoberfest, which was really quite lovely. Like, I stepped out into the quad on the Toowoomba campus, and you wouldn't expect it, but I found Rammstein to be playing one of my favorite bands, <laughs> of course, a German one. And I was a little bit just, controversial, too. Yeah, oh, of course, they picked Duhas, the, the radio friendly <laughs> one, I think. Um, but I was just really amazed. And then they had the lovely food. I had some of the snags. Yeah, I had some I, of the ginger beer. We couldn't have any other drinks, of no. course. Uh, that's in your own time. But, but it was uh, did lovely. You, did you take part in the Stein holding competition? I wanted to, oh. but it, I've never heard of that game before. And it was fascinating to watch these people with their arms outstretched holding this Stein of drink, just how long they can hold it. It was like, that's that's just so German. So I it's got... Um, so Deutsch. Two minutes 45 when I did it. Nice. And I'd be interested to know what everyone else did because I was told that was a very weak score, but I'd like to see somebody else hold a full Stein of ginger beer out it, like arm extended, elbow locked for uh, more than two minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah, holding any pose like that. <laughs> and then plus add a Stein. Like, oh, what yeah. can you expect? That's, that's, that's quite a feat. Yeah, no, well, that was a whole lot of fun on campus. Uh, there's been some stuff off campus as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, we had uh, students went out to the paintball like we mentioned last time. God, I hope they went all right. Like, I know what it's like to get those bruises there. Um <laughs> Of course, if anyone uh, attended Oktoberfest or the paintball on that, if you've got any pics, we'd love to see it. Hashtag USQ Podcast on Instagram. Uh, and then also just recently we had the stress. Well, we're in the midst of it as we're recording the podcast now, the Stress Less Week, where we had puppies come on. We had some activities. Well, you won, you won a herb. 
as well. You've had a really good streak with activities yeah. on campus in October, didn't you, Tom? You want a... A basil plant. A basil which, plant. Um, I will update you uh, next podcast, but it's it's growing along fine. It turns out I am actually capable of owning something uh, living. So <laughs> Two green thumbs so far? Yeah, so far, but it's early days yet. Apparently it takes about eight weeks to grow a, a basil plant. But, you know, I feel a whole lot less stressed about, you know, needing herbs and spices for my dinners. <laughs> so I suppose stressless mm. week is working in that sense. Do you feel less stressed? to Corbin? Uh, not really because I didn't really get to I didn't really get much of a chance to participate that much but I gotta tell you having like when, when we were told there was gonna be a puppy day I was expecting like a pen of like a litter of puppies just puppies galore uh, it wasn't to that level but like we had just a couple of dogs not necessarily puppies come on a campus. And even that was that was nice regardless. Like Absolutely. we had a few different breeds. And which they was... were supplied by the RSPCA too, weren't they? So they yeah. were. And, and then when you think about it, sure, it was reducing stress for students. But because they weren't necessarily puppies, it's also nice to think of it from the dog's perspective that it would have been, you know, they might be cooped up a lot of the time. Them coming out to all these students wanting to play with them, that really just... Hits me right where I live. Oh, it's really nice. Well, it's just nice to think of. I'm glad to see your de-stress, Corbin, and I hope everyone else listening at home is de-stressed as well. Uh, Exams. But oh. we are about to turn up the heat now. Turn up the heat. Are you ready to rumble? Place your bets. It's head to head. Yes. That is the time. Now, we uh, had an interesting uh, encounter last episode. We were talking all about procrastination. Things got very heated. Uh, So I'm interested to see where we lie on the fence in terms of this one. So today's topic is, is it beneficial to put off sleep in favor of study? Two very crucial things to a uni student's life. (laughs) Yeah, so so we've been told a couple of times, actually, is, uh, yeah, they're probably the two Two most stereotypical student uh, student habits. So, um, so either one or the other. We've uh, we've split the bill again. I will be taking on the pro, while Corbin will be going for the against. Uh, now, how does it work? Uh, affirmative goes first. I believe we went with affirmative last time. Okay. Okay. So uh, we we might stick to traditional debate. Traditional study buddies. And I will kick it off with why. It is beneficial to put off sleep in favor of study. Last episode, we spoke about procrastination, how doing things is the only way to get things done. Why should sleep be treated any differently? There are two reasons study is more important than sleep. FOMO. It is well documented that creatives such as musicians find their most brilliant ideas happen at the point of sleepless delirium. (laughs) Think of all the good ideas you could be missing in bed. Just make sure you spell check everything the next morning. (laughs) Retirement is the second reason. Now, the idea of afternoon naps, early bedtimes, not having to work much, knitting, it might sound great now, but... You are going to have so much time to do that when you are retired and finished working, finished studying, (laughs) everything else. So save up your nap time for then. You're going to need it. So, you know, there's no need to get started now. I'll leave you with a quote from the wise Neil Young. And it says, it's better to burn out than to fade away. Ah, pulling out Neil Young. Yes. Good choice. (laughs) Good choice. So I'm very interested to see uh, what you've 
come up with yourself, oh, Corbin. Man, I feel like you're a point away from saying you can sleep when you're dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, where's this going? I, I, I didn't go that far, no, but uh, but you get the gist. All right. Well, I, I also prepared a little something something. So is it beneficial to put off sleep in favour of study? I don't, I don't necessarily think so because at the end of the day, your general health and well-being really is your top priority no matter which walk of life you're in. While it can be extremely tempting to sacrifice sleep to study more, whether it be the night before an exam or to work on an assignment that's coming up, in the long run, it's really not helping at all on a physical and mental level. Think of it this way. How far can a car really travel without stopping to refuel? And how far can you even drive it without stopping to refuel? In this case, it's water, food, sleep, rest, all that jazz. Cramming last-minute study may feel great in the moment. I've been there. But if you fail to sleep after that enough, say say you're studying, cramming a study session before an exam, you cram in some like this last juicy fact, you don't get enough sleep, you're not necessarily going to absorb that into your brain and the next morning, you might feel like you've forgotten more than you've learnt within the last 24 hours. I did that on a marketing <laughs> exam, which didn't really help. Um, but I will admit, um, I've been there as well. Uh, putting enough sleep leads you do. It does indeed lead you to a state of mind, which I find is really beneficial for creatives. Some really interesting thoughts come in there. But when you're getting to that point, it does also render you in a state similar to that of uh, going beyond the legal drinking limit when driving, which can get a little mm, careful there. And then, of course, you know, I've, as a uni student, when I was studying, I also worked at McDonald's for a while where I did a lot of overnight shifts. And I can really, really say firsthand that I feel that it's just not worth it putting off sleep in favour of study in most cases, unless it's an absolute emergency and you can pick up on sleep. But And then, of course, there's also students that are in situations with due to family, work, money, where, you know, they might be working two jobs while studying. It's the best option they can do for their family where they have to put it off. That's fair enough, and I take my hat off to them. But I think at the end of the day, rescheduling your responsibilities is the best thing to do where you can set it up so that you're doing a bit of work each day, getting enough sleep each night. That way you keep this nice rhythm going. And it's also tying back into last episode where it's really getting out of the procrastination habit, which I think would be a big add to the whole not being able to sleep well. So <sighs> lastly, I just want to say, you know, I think you really do need to give your body and mind the rest. It needs to function 100% or you're really not doing yourself any favours. That's what I believe. You know what? Now, n- th- this isn't me conceding defeat. <laughs> of course not. Of course all. not. It's a debate. <laughs> but I, I find a lot of the stuff you said uh, very interesting, particularly um, where you were talking about the legal uh, drinking limit when you're driving and how, um, you know, sleep puts you in that similar position. And I believe it was um, uh, Virgin, uh, Richard Branson's company, that have just released some information about, you know, just how much sleep it takes before or, or lack of sleep it takes before you get to that stage where you're driving at the same risk as being drunk. And I, I think that I think that's incredible um, sort of statistic there. And it's something that you don't really consider either. Yeah. It's one of those things, oh, you know, oh, sleep, oh, well, I won't be able to get through the day working. Well, it, you know, it does affect other points of life as well. So, no, look, a fair point. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Imagine this, right? You've stayed up all night studying for an exam and then you drive to that exam and you're, you've, you've had such a lack of sleep that you crash. Like, do you really want to put yourself in that position? 
that's a very good point. Yeah, no, I suppose there's no point staying up and studying if you never make it to your exams. So, uh, no, look, fair, fair point, fair point. I will. But then, of course, yeah, artists as well reaching that that point past sleep, like <laughs> the mind does some cool things. So it's. It's really under the circumstance as well. You really got to take that into consideration. I say we split that 50-50. Uh, we'll, we'll call no winner, but we'll let you decide. So if you jump on Twitter or on Instagram and you let us know uh, who do you think had the better argument as far as uh, whether sleep is, you know, something you can put off if you have to study or not. So we're very interested to hear. And a little bit later on, uh, we're going to be sharing some of the uh, opinions that some people uh, have had on campus when we hit the streets for question time. And we got some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> there are some very, very interesting <laughs> ones indeed. Uh, but right now, it's time for some live music. Please welcome this month's feature artist. We are on the Study Buddies show. Today we are joined in the studio by a household name of USQ Music. It's Crystal Coleman. Welcome. Howdy. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Good, good. Uh, now, before uh, just in the studio off air, we were just having a couple of little uh, cracking jokes <laughs> being thrown around. Do you want to give us your best one? My best one. I know, uh, we've put you on the spot with that there. Okay, it's since it's a bit hot, you know, it's coming up. How do bears keep cool in the summer? Uh, how? By sitting under the bear conditioner. <laughs> oh, All laughs count. Oh, oh it hurts. It hurts so much. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good way to segue into uh, music conversation. Uh, so, Chris, like you've played at a whole lot of different USQ events over the years, <laughs> Phoenix Carnival, uh, in- Incognito in Ipswich, and, of course, uh, you shared the stage with Jeremy Neal and The Trouble with Templeton yeah. at Sounds of Summer way back in 2013. Do you have a favourite one of those USQ events? Probably that one at Studio 188. I thought it was just going to be like a like a background music gig that I usually do, which I usually get asked. And so I thought, nah, nah. you know, I don't need to prepare for this. I've been playing it week <laughs> in, week out. I just play, I'll just read it off my laptop, you know. Oh, no. Oh, no. So because I didn't have my oh, a car then, my mum and dad took me. I thought the ride was a bit funny, you know, mum and dad arguing. That's not where you're going to go. Oh, <laughs> You know, the whole car ride. <laughs> turn left, turn left. Stop at the stoplight. <laughs> I thought I was a bit stressed out on the, along the way, but I thought, oh, okay, that's not. It's no worries. Only a little venue. And then we heard like really loud sounds and music and lots of people. Oh my god! So I pull up and I thought, wonderful. <laughs> Yay! Well, can I say I, I was there at the event and you did a smashing job, and we wouldn't have been able to guess uh, oh. that you weren't prepared at all. But uh, yeah, for anybody who uh, didn't know about Sounds of Summer, it was a big, big yeah. concert we threw on um, at the end of the year with Phoenix Radio down yeah. in Springfield, uh, and, and yeah, they had all sorts. Of, so it was Trouble yeah. with Templeton, Jeremy Neal, Mark Lounge from Australia's Got Talent, and Crystal Coleman, of course. And there were a fair few thousand people yeah, uh, around and about over wow. the course of the day. So no, you did a fantastic. Fantastic job, and I'm, I'm glad you. that kind of resonates with Thanks. you as like a, a nice sort of thing to do. So Life you, you you do a lot of solo uh, with your acoustic guitar, and, and firstly, do you play any other instruments? And then secondly, are you in a band or have you ever been in a band? Uh, I started off with the drums, so I was one of those kids. <laughs> yeah, And then I moved on to guitar, and I'm starting to learn a bit of others. I'm pretty sick on the kazoo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah I mentioned that 
few times. You don't have one on you, do you? No, I don't. Oh, damn, damn it. I don't. Missed opportunity though. Yeah. And, and what about a band? Have a you ever band. played a band before? In high school, I had a few bands. Um, one was uh, Two Way Street, but that didn't go too well. So that's when I decided I should go solo from there. Right, right, yeah. You know, people, managing people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you need people to be in a band, otherwise you're just a solo person. So I thought, <laughs> why not? Might as well go solo. Suppose that's how it works. <laughs> Um, wait, so you play a few instruments, including the kazoo. When you've came, when you came to USQ, have you found that uh, it's been able to help you learn more instruments or focus on the ones you already like, or yeah. has it been really just focused on the one? Like, what have you really found the USQ music experience so far? It was a real eye opener. Like in, uh, you go, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I can play the guitar so good. You play four chords, you know. Oh, I'm so sick. <laughs> Yeah. And then, <laughs> oh, look how cool I am playing four chords, you know, strumming away. Then you get go to uni and you see all these amazing people and you just think, I think I might learn another chord. <laughs> but then, but it really pushes you out to play with other people and peers and stuff. So I have improved from when I first came here to now. So it's a really good help, like the lecturers and other students and stuff okay. to really improve yourself. So the lecturers and peers have been really yeah. beneficial and positive at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, All yeah, good. Yeah. Now, how do you go about it? We, we were having a chat just before uh, we went on air and you, you actually study online at the moment. How yeah. does that go with a, a like a music course? Uh, good and bad. Like with the theory stuff, it's good so you don't know. No offence to lecturers. I love going to classes. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> But you can just, you know, wake up and do it in your own time and, you know, Ooh. go about it. Uh, and with practical side, it's a lot more of you've got to get your own equipment pretty much. And it's more self-motivational. Sure. In and a way. expensive habit too. Oh, yeah. Very. Yeah. <laughs> very. I had to hitchhike to get here. Oh, fantastic. Damn. Well, it, the, finally, the episode's theme uh, today is sleep. So firstly, sleep. we wanted to ask you, as a studying musician, do you get enough sleep? Yes. Yeah, you do? Like Six you, to eight hours a day. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's fantastic. How do you manage that? Oh, well, I go to work at five in the morning. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 An hour drive to work. So by the time I get home, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> it's time for sleep. It's time for sleep. So you just tire yourself out. So you have to sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, perfect. So I suppose we, we're very interested in your opinion then because uh, we, we had a little head-to-head before and we were discussing whether it's okay to sacrifice sleep in order to study. And we'd like to hear your opinion. Is it okay to sacrifice sleep? I actually did a little experiment on that when Ooh. I was living on college. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought, what's, what's all these people, you know? Oh, they're just complaining all the time. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. So I thought I'd stay up for the whole night. No energy drinks, none of that. Ooh. And I thought by the, uh, I woke up at around 7.30 that morning and then went, you know, the whole night and then the, through the day I had classes and stuff and I thought, what are you talking about? I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, it's, I, then I started getting a headache and <laughs> around late afternoon. Yeah. And I just for a day. So I think it is very important to sleep a lot. Or you actually miss a whole entire day oh, that you were saving. 
Okay, so I think rough. Corbin, I think your side wins on this one. You've got the two to one vote in the studio now. Uh, so there you go. Thank you very much for coming in, Crystal. Oh, now we are going to hear me. some live music from you uh, very, very soon. Now we're going to start with an original song yep. of yours. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you're going to play. Uh, Can I is about, I went through a stage where I was really into the whole saving people type of thing, like helping people. Nice. And so I got really political in a way and not at the same time. And then I thought, because uh, I was a songwriter, I am a songwriter, and I used to be just be on the, you know, relationships, love, school <laughs> sucks. <laughs> school sucks. <laughs> I <don't> say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I thought I'd venture off into more adult stuff. And, yeah, it's pretty much about giving hope to people that are just kicked down. Well, thank you very much for coming in. It's been lovely to chat for oh, you. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll listen to some live music here from Crystal Coleman on The Study Buddy Show. An eye for an eye, I shine for a sweater If I take the chance and try can make things better if I lose it all in one hit. Can make for another. Can I? Can I? Can I? Time I had a dream coming, it was carried in a car with no brakes, stuff sticks, and bought my heart and soul in one thing that sing the thoughts without a voice I represent. Those who keep trying end up lying on the ground, sleepless nights crying. Soon there'll be no sound. Can I? Can I? Slay the dragon in the form of life Can I, can I, I, I save the ones who refuse to lift their eyes Hope will I be the ones who fall Can I, can I White shorts, all them faces All around the world, from different places The only thing that's open in a circle The waste is we treat each other differently in whatever our case is We don't really know when to cry on We bring it upon ourselves cause it makes it feel strong We can just sit back and take it in but we're wrong Break it till you make it hoping it won't be long Bunch of words written on a paper Promising freedom but it ends later Stand for your rights makes you a traitor Even though they're the ones who betrayed ya Look up and see the skies It's dark and invisible caused by the lies They tell you go you can't say no Corrupting and control till you stay low those who keep fighting Gets kicked even harder on the ground Forced into hiding Wait, there's no Can I, can I 
How about that? Some more live music from USQ's latest and greatest music students. Yes, there'll be more live music at the end of the episode, so make sure you stick around for that. But we've got heaps of more cool stuff coming up. And uh, before the music, we were just talking a little bit around whether it's okay to put sleep off uh, if you have to study. And uh, we, we both sort of had a couple of decent arguments towards that. Of course, um, you know, the, the point of, you know, being your most creative and missing out on great ideas. And then there was the point, uh, you know, of actually putting yourself at risk in other parts of life and not being able to sort of function at your highest. So uh, we're interested to hear what you have to say, but we hit the streets of USQ and we wanted to just kind of gather like the general consensus. So uh, without further ado, let's, let's play this very, uh, very ocker <laughs> series <laughs> of opinions. Oh yeah, absolutely mate. Uh, you know, if you have to, well, you have to do it. Cause you know, sometimes you got to sign with June. People, people these days, they do it uh, last minute. You know? No, but I think it's better to sacrifice your grades over sleep. Absolutely not. Uh, well, basically, you screw yourself over the next day. So if you put in a big effort one day and don't sleep, then the next day you get nothing done because you check it. It's better to balance it out. That way you feel better. But also, you don't end up depressed and burnt out. No, go hard, eh? Definitely, I think so. Um, you can always catch up on sleep, but you can't catch up on study. Uh, well, I don't think so, because sleep is important. And <clears throat> you need sleep in order to be prepared for the next day. God, no. 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 It's okay not to sleep for the sake of study. I suppose it's about getting balanced because you get benefit from having the more time by staying awake. But when you are sleep deprived, then the time has less quality. So you need to make sure that, yeah, again, it's balanced. No. No, straight up, no. It's the worst decision you could ever make. I'd say it's okay to sacrifice sleep, yeah. For me, grades are pretty important, and uh, if sleeping means that I don't get good grades, then sleeping's out the window. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just straight up no. No. <laughs> Wow, some more uh, answers right down the middle there. Yeah, I don't think that helped us in terms of determining um, which is better. Uh, <laughs> it really, yeah, it really comes down to like I don't know what you do, I guess. But then it's like you got to catch up on it, I guess. But I guess if you've got the freedom to, you know, have a late night session, you've got the day, the next day free. Like I guess by all means, mm. if that's how you work. I know. And, and I suppose a lot of it comes down to habit as well. And somebody who knows a lot about habit, we're going to be speaking to very, very soon. Troy Morgan from Willow's Health Group is going to be on the phone with us right after this. On campus, online or on the go, it's the Study Buddy Show. As we mentioned before, we have Troy Morgan joining us today on the Study Buddies Show, who's the CEO of Willow's Health Group. Uh, we actually have him on the line now. Hi, Troy. How are you going? I'm very well, thank you so much for having me this afternoon. No worries at all. Um, I'm Corbin and I've got Tom here with me and um, we're really keen to hear what you have to say. Um, uh, for those unfamiliar with Willow's Health Group starting off, uh, what can you tell us about your work there for listeners? 
Yeah, so uh, a majority of my work these days is uh, working in the corporate field. So I, I get to spend um, the majority of my day trying to understand what habits make up people's days and, and how that affects their health. Oh, excellent. Okay. Um, so it must be a very interesting line of work for you. You've done a whole lot of different great projects, including one we've got sitting in front of us here, the Happy Body at Work. Do you want to tell us a little bit specifically about that? Yeah, so the Happy Body at Work program is a program that's actually um, been developed by a physiotherapist, Anna Louise Bouvier, um, and we've partnered with ABC Commercial to, to run the program now, which is, which is interesting. Everyone says, but what's ABC doing in corporate, corporate health? But um, they tend to call us the wiggles of, of well-being. But we, we really concentrate on, on habits of, of people around their stress, around their sleep, around their movement, and around the really important one of, of how much eating people are doing. It's great to hear that there's a program out there for people that are in a position where they might not necessarily have the time to go and get uh, other help, where they've got this nice package for them. Uh, we're curious, though... Um, in your younger years, while you've been studying or anything like that or working, did have you been able to take any experiences of your own, like with, with your own difficulty in maintaining a study-sleep balance, and did that affect your work at all? Oh, certainly, yeah. When, um, as part of our Happy Body at Work program, we asked the participants when we launched live to hold up a, a card out of the four habits of, of sitting, movement, um, stress and sleep and we ask the participants to hold up the card of which habit they need to work on the most and mine's, mine's sleep. Um, so I, <laughs> I do know how much of a struggle this is for, for everyone and, and how we switch our brains off to, to be able to sleep and, and what sort of study habits that we have um, and how those study habits actually affect our sleep hygiene habits. And yeah. then it becomes this, this cycle that we, we wake tired um, and the cycle starts all over again. And I am a bit of a gadget and technology um, <laughs> junkie, um, and there is definitely um, a correlation between the amount of time we are spending on screens and, and how how um, the quality of our sleep is being affected by that. Absolutely. I, I know it's um, something that almost falls into habit now is sort of scrolling through Facebook or your Instagram or anything like that, and that is doing damage um, in, as far as sleep patterns go? Definitely doing damage as far as sleep patterns go. So... Studies are suggesting that any exposure to our gadgets like such as our iPads, um, tablets, etc., um, is affecting our melatonin levels and actually dropping it by up to 22%. And, and melatonin is the hormone that helps us get to sleep. We, we really have to look at, at how our study patterns are, are affecting our sleep pattern and where we're getting our information from and, and maybe looking at, at our study routine where the last part of our work at night is is going back to old school books, which when I present in school, some of the students look at me and uh, think I've got two heads and I suggest that. <laughs> um, but it is, it is really having a look at, at how those gadgets are affecting our sleep. And we tend to then not sleep well and not get through the cycles of sleep that we need to. Um, and then we wake tired, which is affecting every single aspect of our life. It's really, it's really quite crazy how it, it can really snowball and really affect... Um, your day-to-day -day life. Um, we don't want to take anything away from what your Happy Body at Work program can offer anyone who's interested to check that out. But do you have any quick tips for any listeners at the moment for them if they're having any difficulty with getting enough sleep per night? Definitely. And, and it, health professionals, and, and I'm part of the health 
industry, we've made things way too complicated for people. Um, and people tend to get that glazed look in their eye when you talk about what you do because they know here comes the lecture or, or here comes the overcomplicated uh, study that's, that's come, going to be put in front. But realistically, it is very simple. We just have to reconnect with it and, and be mindful. So looking at the cycle of our day. So we tend to wake up tired. Uh, we reach for that coffee and then we head off to our study or, or to our work. And about mid-morning, we really start to feel those energy levels dropping again. So once again, we either reach for something sugary or uh, maybe another cup of coffee. And we tend to go through these peaks and troughs throughout the day. Um, and by the time we get home at night, when we're supposed to be going into that uh, relax and restore mode, we're so full of, of sugar and adrenaline and, and coffee that we tend to need help to wind down. Mm. And we may reach for maybe a glass of wine or a beer and that tastes so great <laughs> that we maybe have another couple. Um, and the body starts to, to wind down, but the mind's still racing. Rather than reaching for that coffee, how much sitting are we doing during the day? So trying to tap into our natural energy ways so that we have more movement in our day, we don't sit as much, and we then tend to reach or less of the stimulants, and we start to then even out our energy levels throughout the day. Then looking at what we're out, we are doing at night, what's, what's our sleep hygiene? So <laughs> I started with um, 15 minutes before bed with no screen, so I'd actually set an alarm on one of my gadgets, which I know is a little bit ironic, that would go off, <laughs> that would go off just 15 minutes before I had planned to go to bed that I knew it's time to start to switch things off. So I had such an issue that had 15 minutes was all I could do. And I've slowly built that to, to an hour over 12 months where I shut down all gadgets an hour before um, I planned to go to bed. The effects that that's had on my sleep has been amazing, combined with different habits throughout throughout the day that we just talked about. Yeah, no, no, I'm... I'm, I'm... And me personally, I know I need to spend a little bit less time in front of screens during the day <laughs> and, and everything else. No, thanks very much for uh, having a chat to us. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap it up there. Uh, but before we let you go, Troy, um, is there anywhere where people can find out more about this Happy Body at Work uh, initiative that you're that you're part of? Yes, yeah, certainly. If, if people just Google Happy Body at Work, um, they'll certainly be able to find our, our website, which is about to be launched. But also we partner with a fantastic crown, um the Fantastic Sleep Foundation, which has a lot of great resources on there, particularly helpful for students. Um, so if people look for the Sleep Foundation, there is some great um, initiatives that can help people with their sleep. Oh, perfect. Well, All free. Thanks very much, Troy Morgan, uh, from the CEO of uh, Willow's Health uh, Group there. Thanks very much for being part of the show and, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to uh, trying out some of those uh, switch-off techniques awesome thanks for having me guys no worries thanks troy great talking with troy there some great points there and of course uh, make sure to google um all about those um happy body at work happy body at work that's it i was like happy happy <laughs> i work. thought i'd bail you out there on that one no it was fantastic talking to troy and he definitely did have a lot of things i I suppose it's one of those things you're not very conscious of how much you sit down during a day and then how much that actually affects 
uh, you know, the, the type of energy you get flowing around the rest of your body. So the idea of sitting less, moving more, stressing less, which I know sometimes uh, doesn't help uh, or can't be helped, but uh, trying <laughs> trying to stress as less as possible can actually make your your sleep a whole lot better. It's it's terrifying to know, like, there's so many little things that we take for granted day in, day out that affects your health in all these crazy ways, like how much you sit down, all these things that you don't really think about. It's terrifying, but it's nice to see it as a program like that. Absolutely. And, like, specialists like that that can really put it in perspective. Yes. So uh, he, of course, is available uh, if you, well, I'm not going to say he's available. He's a very busy man, but Mm. um, health specialists like Troy are available there if you are having particular issues with that. Uh, Something that may put off a little bit of sleep for a lot of people, and it is the reason that we are, um, you know, having this discussion today on the podcast is exams coming up in November. So uh, for those of you listening early November, you'll, uh, you'll have been just... Starting, starting to get into that uh, that exam mode. It's 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 a rough time of year because one, you've got all this spare time where you don't have to go to lectures, <laughs> so you you think you've got all this spare time, but then you know, of course, you've actually got the exams and you've got to make sure you're prepared. And there's look, I mean, I, I'm going to put out a little bit of advice there. A morning cram session does not work okay like a morning revision like having tiny like just reminding notes are fine Mm -hmm. when you're trying Mm -hmm. to read uh, cover to cover textbook the morning of the exam do not do it (laughs) it it just makes you more confused when you get in there and you start jumbling things up so uh, i suppose for exams we can recommend i know i know i said you can put off sleep for study in the head-to-head but i think i'm going to have to concede and just say get yourself a good night's sleep not just the day before exams, but that week as well, because yeah, as Troy adds. said, you know, it, it does add up. Like, yeah, early evening and then a good dinner, you know, have a shower, get a refreshed, chill out for a bit, break time, bedtime, catch up on sleep, let yourself absorb it, mm-hmm. absorb it. But, yeah, same token, if you're a creative... Go nuts, buddy, but you better be making something good. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, remembering to switch off those screens like at least 15 minutes before you go to bed as well. So, uh, yeah, a couple of exam tips there for you. Good luck with the exams. If you are going through them right now, we are backing you all the way. And to get into whatever it is you're doing afterwards. So there's a whole lot of different things you can be doing uh, coming out of the university semester. You can be going into an internship. Uh, Perhaps you've just finished your last exam. If so, congratulations. We are sending you high fives through the microphone as we speak. Nice. (laughs) And, uh, you know, if you're working over the summer, if you've picked up a job or whether you're just picking up extra hours or maybe you're just having a hard-earned break by the beach. Uh, you know, lovely. It, yeah, I know. I can't wait. Um, yeah, no, like it just—it's one of those one of those great times where you can sit down and reminisce about the the, the work that you've done over the course of the semester because it's a huge year. A it university is. year is a massive year. So. When that break hits, you just realise just how much time has passed. It really gets away. Absolutely. So semester three does start up again uh, if very, very, very soon, depending on when you're listening. Uh, so if you are studying in semester three, good luck to you. Uh, I'm sure you'll have a little bit, little bit of time to celebrate maybe Christmas, New Year's. But don't worry about that because we are not quite done for the year ourselves uh we are going to have one more podcast we will we will returning again december 2nd the second of the month just in time uh, for the end there now we we sort of spoke a little bit about uh work 
and uh, internships and other things. So we thought it would be best if we based next time's episode on professionalism. Yeah, look forward to that. So, yeah, of course, hunting for work and stuff is very important in your study life balance. So hopefully if you need some extra tips here and there, hopefully we can help out there. But as for today's episode all about sleep, it's time to nod off. That's all we've got time for today. So just briefly wrapping up, of course, you've heard some wonderful music from uh, university students. So make sure you also stick around for after we quit talking for a cover and make sure to check them out on Facebook and online and check out their stuff. It's great to support local musicians, particularly other students that are there as well. Um, And then, of course, you can also interact with us online, Twitter, Instagram, Hit us up on the Facebook comments, but if you need to use a hashtag, hashtag USQ podcast is the way to go there. And I just wanted to do a quick shout out as well. Um, some of the other voices you, the, the other voices you've heard um, is acting student Bridgers. Just wanted to give a shout out. Thanks for um, recording that. A third year acting student who's also on her way out there, uh, and also shout out to USQ Media Services, Jason Myatt there for helping produce that, and also Paul Holt another USQ staff member for supplying the, basically the facilities we're able to record in here, which is where the journalism students spend a lot of time. So just wanted to give a quick shout out to that before we get too carried away. Yes, and a big shout out to Troy Morgan from uh, Willows Health Group as well for joining us on the show today. It has been a blast, but uh, as you've said, I think it's past my bedtime. So (laughs) we're going to sign off here. Remember to stick around for more live music and we'll see you next month. See you then, everybody.
a flag on the marble arch But love is not a victory march It's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah Maybe there's a good part, but all that I have learned from love was how to shoot somebody who watch you. Yeah. It's not a car that you hear at night. It's not somebody who's seen the light. It's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. This has been the Study Buddy Show. For more episodes, check out USQ on SoundCloud. And for other great content, be sure to check out usq.edu.au forward slash social hub.